Hey, beautiful friends, and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Kristen, and I am so glad to be here today. It's been about eight weeks since I have posted or published a episode with just myself. I've had plenty of interviews that I released it, released this summer, and I'm actually going to share with you what's been going on with me and what's been getting me through. So I can't wait to talk and share that with you. And here's what I want to ask you. What is holding you back? What is the thing that's holding you back from going after your dreams and from finding meaningful work you love? Aren't you ready to wake up to the possibilities that are in your life and go after the things you've dreamt of? It's time for you to feel alive again, lit up, and for you to know that you're deserving and you are worthy for the future that's waiting for you. I want you to feel fulfilled and find abundance in your life. I think it's time and I'm ready to help you get started. Now I'm your host, Kristen, of Building a Life You Love. And each week on the show, we're going to help you figure out how you do go after your dreams and find work you love. Here we go. Let's get started. Okay, let's dive in. And so uh, let me just start off with a little bit of background. I, first of all, I did miss about two and a half weeks of publishing new episodes because of some things that I've been going through this summer. And I will share that with you on this episode. So the first thing that I want to say is just, I hope that you're finding time this summer for slowing down, for doing the things you enjoy, for reconnecting with yourself, with God, with nature, maybe with friends or family that you don't always have the time to spend time with. And one of the things that's happened with me is I have really had to kind of take a reset, take a uh, t- take time to slow down. I've had to take time to heal. So what happened is about seven weeks ago, seven and a half weeks ago, I actually um, fractured my skull and uh, I've still been recovering from that injury. I still have some concussions and symptoms. And so uh, basically, and I'm fine. I mean, it was, it was something where it just needed to recover on its own. I didn't have to have any interventions after getting myself checked, but I'm still having um, regular headaches and getting tired and things like that. And so if I overdo it, if I do too much stuff on my computer, if I do too much in a day, you know, I really can feel those symptoms And so I have to take a lot more breaks and I have to do still less stuff than I'm used to. And so that is what I've been going through. I've had to take the time to heal, to really slow down and let my body, let my brain have the time to, you know, repair itself from the banging, you know, around. And so what I want to talk to you about is how do we get through seasons of healing seasons that feel hard seasons where we can't do what we did before, whether that's long-term or for a season. And what are the things that helped me uh, through these last seven and a half weeks? And I still have some further healing to do. So it'll still be a bit longer before I can get back to, you know, what I might consider a more regular schedule. So the first thing is I really just had to um, accept that I was in a place where my my mind, my brain wasn't going to work how it did for a period of time. I needed to give myself grace to allow myself to rest a lot more, to do less, to not um, worry about things that weren't taken care of. Maybe, 
you know, the house wasn't as clean or I couldn't get as many things done. And I had to like literally give myself grace and just remind myself, it's okay. This is a season for healing. This is a season for um, tending to myself. It's a time for um, giving thanks and really reconnecting in my life with myself and with God and with things that are truly the most meaningful. And so the first thing is, is I really, after my, it was actually, I fell or flew off of a golf cart um, with when it was a quick turn and I was on the back. And what I really had to think about was how fortunate I was, right? A head injury. I mean, some people get head injuries and they, you know, you can die from them. I mean, it was a pretty, pretty major um, impact to my head. And so the first thing is, is I was just giving thanks for being alive, that I'm still here. I still have purpose. I still have value, you know, in this lifetime, uh, I still am made to do more work. And so, you know, I'm thankful that I'm alive. I'm thankful that the head injury didn't cause more damage or any long-term damage. And so I, every day am, am giving thanks for that because sadly I've heard lots of um, stories and I've talked to people who have family members, loved ones, or friends of theirs who hurt their head. Maybe they fell down the stairs or they had a fall and they're having some severe long-term impacts from that head injury. Or in some cases, especially, you know, as we get older, some people um, did not make it right. The head injury caused um, internal bleeding and that led to death. So I'm not joking when I say I'm truly thankful and giving thanks to God that I'm alive, that I'm okay, and that I will fully heal. So amen to that. The next thing is, actually, what I want to say about that is part of that is our mindset, right? I'm choosing through this whole process to see the upside. I'm choosing to see the positive. I'm choosing to see that God still works in our lives, even during hard times or slow times or times of pause or times of um, illness or times of healing from some sort of traumatic event or healing from a, a disease or something. I'm choosing to say God is doing work in me in this season that will make me stronger, that will make me better, that will make me a better servant for him. So I am, I'm allowing myself to know that I don't have to feel bad if I'm missing certain things, if I'm doing less this summer, if more evenings than not, I'm staying in and I'm not, you know, enjoying summer evenings with friends as much. I'm still doing that a little bit, but I have to limit it. And so, but I'm choosing to see this as a time that God's working in me in this slower season. And so so for that, I'm thankful. So the first thing is, Besides my mindset, besides making sure that my mindset was right and that I could see this for the work that's going to be done in me. And I, I also had to understand that slowing down is not uh, like a punishment, right? It's, it's a time for my body to heal, but it's also a time for me to make some changes. It's a time for me to prune um, some things maybe that were going on in my life that maybe were, um, not ideal or were unhealthy, or maybe I was ignoring, or maybe I was fitting in too many things, even if they were good things or fun things, so that I can be more focused on my mission, on my purpose, the reason I'm here, right, in this lifetime. 
And so that's one thing. The next is I'm taking this time to improve myself and improve my health. So first of all, I wanted to make sure that I'm eating and I'm taking supplements and uh, exercising once I felt up to that so that my brain can heal, right? So I need to give it all the nutrition and all the things, lots of water to make myself heal sooner. But in that process, I'm also addressing some other uh, underlying health things that can be hopefully addressed, but uh, I'm, I'm saying, how can I have a reset, you know, a full reset of everything? So can I get a bit fitter, you know, lose um, 10 pounds, let's say, can I um, improve some of my health numbers, um, make sure my blood pressure looks good? Um, you know, is my, uh, am I as strong as I want to be? Can I improve that as I feel better? And so I'm working on improving myself and my health. So I've cut out a lot of things during this season. I've cut out caffeine and I've cut out wine or any alcohol. I've cut out um, most days, you know, like processed sugar. I've really tried to limit, you know, any type of bread products. And if I have them, I make a good choice about which thing I'm choosing and to limit how much. So, you know, I'm trying to increase fruits and vegetables, you know, things like this. And so my point being is I'm taking this again as an opportunity for growth. So as I heal, I'm also taking it as an opportunity to grow myself, to nurture myself, to keep asking God, you know, what is it that he wants besides me to heal and to do everything to help myself heal? What is it that he wants me to hear or to um, understand in this season or you know, maybe start to get clear on what is he preparing me for as I move out of this time of healing and into a time of, you know, like really getting clear on purpose and getting clear on, you know, showing up in my day to be the best version of myself so that I can be the best version of myself for the purpose God has for me. Right. And so I think sometimes we get stuck in patterns in our lives. Maybe it's you're not exercising, or maybe it's you're dehydrated all the time. Maybe it's you're not sleeping much, right? You're just doing so much that you're going to bed late and you feel worn out every day. Maybe it's that you're enjoying um, adult beverages more than really is your uh, your goal. And I've definitely been in that place where it became a, a habit where I really enjoyed a glass of wine at night. And so while that's okay, sometimes the point is, I don't want that to become a pattern where it could be unhealthy for me, right? Where, um, you know, my body's going to sleep better if I'm hydrating myself. I'm giving it electrolytes or nutrient type drinks instead of something that can dehydrate me or, you know, uh, overload my body. And so once again, we need to kind of look at, uh, are my choices? Am I getting up in the morning and having priorities? Like, what is it that I want to accomplish before I start my day, whether that's at work or, you know, or in your uh, mission? So for instance, are you getting up early and fitting in time for reflection, for prayer, maybe for exercises, if that's when you exercise? Time for quiet, time to um, connect in nature, right? Where you're not bombarded with electronics or responding to people. So in other words, are we starting our day to be in a proactive way? Are we designing our mornings instead of waking up and we're already reacting 
we're reacting to what's around us in our environment, right? Like uh, we're immediately responding to emails. We're immediately checking social media. We're immediately seeing what's going on in the world before we've checked in with ourselves, before we've checked in with God. And I can tell you that this is still an ongoing area where I'm trying to improve. So while I have quiet mornings and I, you know, I try to make time for uh, maybe a devotional, you know, quiet time with God, I definitely still have that pull where I want to look at my phone, you know, maybe check some headlines or, you know, check some things. And so while I try to make sure I put that down and have those times, those quiet times and um, devotional time, I don't always start off with that first thing. It might be 30 minutes or an hour later. So I'm still working on that. I'm a work in progress like most of us are. But I know that my um, vision for my mornings, right, is for me to really set aside the phone unless there's something urgent, you know, like um, one of my kids or husband's on his way to work and they need something. So I'm trying to get better about that as well, to set the phone down more or put it out of my reach so that it's in the other room if someone calls and needs me, but that I'm not tempted to pick it up and scroll or pick it up and check email or social or anything else. Okay. So the next thing is, and I I sort of mentioned this is I'm really allowing myself to say what feels, feels good in this season. Um, What is life giving? And while I've done that before, and I've talked about what's life draining or life giving before the difference is, is when you really have to slow down, whether that's for, from a um, injury or um, some sort of diagnosis, whether that's from a loss that you're grieving, you know, there's so many reasons why you might have, you might have to slow down physically or mentally, emotionally, or all of the above. And so when we go through one of those seasons, we really have to give ourselves, right, this, this time to tend to our soul. And so what I've been doing is trying to look at what's been really life-giving for me. What is um, helping me grow? What is helping me feel like I'm stretching myself, but in a good way, right? That's nurturing me. And so for me, a couple of the things that have really allowed me to tend to my soul, that have allowed me to slow down, but also enjoy right? Each of my days, enjoy my moments is making sure I have quiet time. As I mentioned, it's spending time in my garden and I've always had an herb garden and I've always dabbled in trying to maybe grow a vegetable or two, but this is really the first year where I've done it on a scale where we're getting some produce every day. And it's a lot of tomatoes and there's a good amount of cucumbers and some lettuce. And then there's some other things I've grown, but I haven't gotten as much um, yield yet on these other things because I'm still a newer gardener, if you will. But going out in the garden, pruning some of the branches, you know, finding the produce that's getting ripe that comes, that needs to come off the tree that morning, watering it, giving it nutrients. This has been so life-giving for me because it allows us to have quiet time. It allows us to slow down to pay attention to the cycles in nature, to pay attention to how things start and then grow and then eventually die and wither, right? In the process of growing in the seasons. Another thing is, is just enjoying serving my family as I felt up to it, right? So 
for the most part, all along, I've, you know, I've been making food still. Now, maybe the first week or two, I definitely made less food. You know, we ordered out or my husband picked up food or whatnot, but, you know, just serving them. And then um, as the the more recent weeks have happened, you know, who else can I, um, you know, just do something kind for, you know, a friend or someone that I've um, come across. And so those little things though, you know, they really tap into our connection to others. They tap into our heart. They tap into how God made us. And so those things have really been life-giving. They allowed me to tend my soul. I enjoy reading books, especially um, Christian encouragement, um, you know, books on um, business or how to improving ourselves. I've read a lot less in these eight weeks just because, uh, you know, I wasn't sure how much reading I could do without it causing uh, a headache, but just reading um, scripture, inspirational uh, quotes, um, learning uh, online about maybe a new gardening technique. So these sort of things, these small little nuggets of learning or reading something that was just uh, kind of spoke to me, they have really been allowing me to slow down and tend to what I needed, right? What I needed in this season. Um, it's definitely remembering every day to give thanks and appreciate the small things and the big things, you know, that we've been provided for that even in this season where I wasn't doing much uh, podcasting or any other work that I know that we're still taking care of and just being thankful for my husband, you know, who's continuing and always has, you know, been an amazing provider for the family, whether or not I was um, bringing in a lot of income or not. And the other thing is, is just being thankful for my kids. And uh, even if they're going through things or I'm, I'm praying for them, you know, for growth themselves, you know, being thankful for today, for the small accomplishments or for the accomplishment of just working and having jobs because I have teenage or adult or college age children. And so, you know, I'm just really trying to stay in that thankful, you know, space of gratitude, um, of awareness that my thoughts can fuel my attitude and that I want to show up and say, I am blessed, right? I am fortunate and that I want to be that somebody shows up and says, we can still have peace. We can have joy. We can have, you know, uh, so much, even when we're going through something. And believe me, a lot of us uh, struggle with that. And I don't mean I don't have my <laughs> moments of worry or I don't have my moments of frustration, you know, or uh, being unclear about certain things. But what I do know is I get to show up every day and choose. I get to show up every minute and choose how I'm going to show up. I get to decide, am I going to be frustrated or have a pity party for myself? Or am I going to get angry, right? That I, I'm not doing more right now, that I haven't been working more, that I can't do more fun things right now. No, I'm choosing not to feel that way. I'm choosing to say, I am so, so thankful for this day. I am thankful for all the senses that I have, because one of the things that's happened when I hit my head was I lost my smell. Uh, a little bit's come back so far, but mostly I'm still um, lacking smell. The other thing is one of my ears about a week after it happening, um, I was 
having ringing in my ears and I was having kind of double hearing. And then that hearing in that ear was much worse and a lot more muffled. It is improved greatly. Uh, I don't know if it's exactly back yet, but it's, it is so much closer and a lot of that's gone. So believe me, when you start uh, having certain senses that aren't working properly, you really are reminded of just how thankful you are uh, for all of our senses. And so I continue to just be thankful for those senses and thankful that I know one day I'll heal and my smell will fully come back. And so, you know, I think it's really important that we keep checking in with ourselves. How are we showing up? What is our attitude like? And of course, in the Bible, it tells us, right, to, to not worry, to not be anxious. It tells us, you know, to have a good um, attitude, right? To go about our work, go about our day, you know, being um, in a good temperament, if you will. And so uh, I'm just encouraging you pay attention, right? To how you're speaking, pay attention to how your heart is showing up in the day. Are you finding gladness in your day? Are you inviting the Holy Spirit into your day? And, you know, I will be with friends sometimes and they'll say, gosh, there's so much going on in my life. I'm I'm finding it really hard to want to be happy or, you know, I'm going to bed and feeling so um, overwhelmed. I'm going to bed and feeling frazzled from my life. I There's just so much, right? There's so much uh, burdens on us, right? Whether it's parents ailing or struggles with our children, uh, whether it's our own, you know, maybe we're unhappy in a job or something, but I'm saying we get to choose how we're going to see this day, how we're going to see the work, how we're going to see the struggles with our kids or the challenges that we're going through or our parents maybe are going through. We get to choose. It's kind of like the two sides of a coin. You can choose to see heads or that everything can have an upside or you can choose to see tails and that everything's kind of negative or empty. And I'm choosing to see the upside. And that doesn't mean we can't say, gosh, I, I wish this wasn't the case, or, you know, I'm don't know how to handle something or that I'm frustrated, or I don't know why we can have the questions, but at some point after we allow the questions, I think we get to choose how we're going to show up. And if this is something you're struggling with, I'm just saying, find some scripture that speaks to what you're struggling with, whether you're anxious or you're worried a lot. And believe me, I've been there and I still go there after COVID and, you know, so many things about, you know, uh, censorship of speech or, um, you know, should the, should people tell us, you know, what we should do with our bodies for medical freedom, all these things, it it started to become a lot, right? It was a lot to worry about. What's the future look like a war in Russia, right? It was a lot. And so I'm going to be honest, I definitely had low level kind of like constant stress, right? Like worry about things that I can't necessarily control myself. They're um, issues that are much bigger than just me. And I've had to really continue to work on that limit, how much I look at any headlines, even though I only usually do that once a day, once or twice a day, I've had to really remind myself that God tells us not to worry or be anxious. I've had to pray about that. Um, And There's so many things. So if you're struggling with that, if you're struggling with being frustrated about your situation 
or maybe even angry. You know, maybe you're, um, you have a long-term health um, diagnosis, or maybe your family members do. And it's a lot being a caregiver or even trying to care for yourself. Just try to take that to God, take that, that part of your heart that's maybe a numb or angry or frustrated or doesn't understand, take it to God and, you know, look for scripture and just write about it, write about how you're feeling so that you can release it a bit. Right. And then just remember to find ways to be thankful and grateful for something, something in your life every day. You know, a lot of people write down things they're grateful for every day. And I think it's a great practice. You don't have to write it down. Of course, you could just think it, you know, in your mind. Of course, I'll say this, when we write things down, it allows us to go back and reflect, go back and see those things, go back and remind ourselves of all the things that have happened for our good that maybe we've forgotten because of our circumstances. So uh, let's see. So anyways, I just, uh, the other thing, so the only other two things I want to mention is during this season of pruning and slowing down and needing to allow myself the space and time to heal. I've also just had to remember to find little ways to be creative or find enjoyment. And so that might be on occasion, um, pulling out, you know, paper and watercolor or colored pencils or markers or anything and just kind of playing, right? Just playing with the mediums. It might be making a new recipe, you know, because that's just beautiful and very summery. Um, it might be, gosh, um, it might not be creative per se, but just taking care of something, you know, a cabinet that's too full and I want to put something else there. But when I'm done, it feels so good. And so just fitting in little things like that, that maybe when I'm really, uh, I'm busier, I don't fit in, you know, like cabinets that are closed and I don't have to look in much and no one else does either. But those things are allowing me to flex my problem solving or my creativity or my, um, just enjoyment for seeing something that looks better, right? It's not filled with so much stuff of years of pushing stuff in a cabinet that it's not, uh, that it's stressful almost, or it makes me a little anxious when I open that cabinet. So I'm just trying to clean out spaces because less clutter also makes us feel better. It just does. Uh, any of my rooms where I have very little in the rooms, it's just very clean. I feel lighter. I feel calmer in those rooms, in the rooms where I still have stuff to deal with. It makes me feel more, uh, my stress level feels higher. My uh, anxiety feels slightly higher, right? Because there's visual clutter. It's kind of like one thing I've learned over the last, um, you know, seven plus weeks is because of what I'm going through with my head, my concussion, I've had to be very careful about too much, um, auditory uh, or too much noise, right? So too much noise for me right now can really kind of set me off. If it's really loud noise, like really loud music, if we went to dinner, or if it's just too many people in a room or a house that's uh, echoing, right? It's bouncing off all the tile and things that could be really overwhelming, especially weeks ago. And so it's much like visual clutter. We can have noise clutter, right? So much overload of noise or people's opinions and voices, even on social, that it can be overwhelming for any of us. And mine's just amplified because of what I'm going through. But we need to be aware. See how you're feeling when you're doing certain things. If when you go on social media, you feel worse, or if you go on social media and you feel overwhelmed, 
that's probably an indicator to you that you need to uh, limit how much you're doing it or actually just cut it out, either cut it out during the week or cut it out um, maybe except for one time a day or give yourself a season to take, take it out. I mean, I really only go on Instagram for the most part. Uh, I rarely go on most of the other social media platforms at this point because they didn't feel life-giving to me. It, it felt, it made me feel anxious. Uh, Instagram, I still follow a lot of people where I usually learn something or I'm inspired or I'm encouraged. And so for me, for now, that's a place where I still feel like I'm gaining from. But a lot of the other social platforms, I didn't feel that way. And so I've just chosen to really not go there most of the time. You have the freedom to choose for yourself all these things. So uh, how do I want to end? I want to end by just telling you, it's whatever we're going through, there is the other side, right? There is an upside. God is working in us and through us, even in seasons where we feel like we aren't able, right, to show up, where we feel like maybe we can't do much or the value we had yesterday or a month ago or a year ago or five years ago, maybe right now we don't feel that same value, but I promise you still have value and you have so much worth and you have purpose. You are here for a reason and it might just be touching the people around you. It might be touching the people where you go to a therapy. It might be when you go outside and you talk to your neighbor, right? There's so many ways we still can connect in touch with and, and be in touch with people, but just know that we're always, we always have an opportunity, right? To connect with God. We always have an opportunity for God to be working in us and through us. So don't forget that. And as always, I would love to encourage you. You can always reach out by emailing me or you can DM me on Instagram. I would love to encourage you if you need a little encouragement. And I just want to tell you what's coming up in the coming um, weeks. First of all, I have a, quite a bit more of uh, really great interviews that I recorded uh, before my head injury or most of them. I did a couple uh, since then. And so those will be coming out and there's some really great ones that I can't wait to share with you. The other thing is in, let's see, in September, I will be launching finally uh, what I thought would launch this summer, but it, I'll be launching Joy Camp. I'll be working with people to help them really connect to their life's purpose, connect with the joy that they can have every day in their lives, help you kind of really set your priorities and kind of scale back the things that are causing you overwhelm in your life. So look for that. I'll be providing some free materials. And then of course I'll have a workshop and program around that as well, but I cannot wait for what the fall has in store for all of us. I can't wait to see how God's going to work through us and in us. So I hope you have a beautiful and a blessed day because I know I truly feel blessed um, after my last uh, accident and I'm just thankful that I'm here, right? That I'm able to walk and talk and still show up and do things like this podcast. So that's it for today. And uh, next week I'll be coming back with an interview for you. And thanks again for listening in. And if you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review and rating on Apple podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can check out freebies and resources we have for you at kristenfitch.com. And if you have ideas for the show or guests that you'd like to recommend, I'd love to hear from you. So DM me on Instagram at Kristen Fitch 
or you can email me from the website. Thanks so much. Until next time, have a great week.